Welcome to Almost Here, Around the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. This podcast is brought to you by FanChain, introducing the first cryptocurrency for the global sports market. Learn more at FanChain.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and joining me today is Kevin April. He is the CEO at Sportscaster. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you, Juliette. It's nice to, nice to be here. Yeah, thank you for taking the time. Could you go My ahead pleasure. and give us... Give us a, an overview of what Sportscaster is and what do you guys do there. Sportscaster is a live video platform built specifically for sports commentary. So if you imagine next time you're watching a game, what if you could choose uh, who calls the game for you, whether that's a former athlete, a coach, a player, um, or even someone in a different language. So what we're trying to do at Sportscaster is really personalize the fan viewing experience by allowing you to choose uh, your own commentator, or you could even jump in and call the game yourself. Oh, so how does that all work? There's a lot of technology to, to make that happen. Um, there's two ways you can use Sportscaster. You can either use it as a second screen experience, um, which means that if you have the game in front of you on TV, you can simply load up the app and you'll see a list of all of the different fans who are talking about that game at the moment, and you can simply turn down the audio on your TV, choose your sportscaster on the app, and the commentary coming from sportscaster will be synchronized with the game you're watching on TV. Um, the second part of that is as a first screen experience. So we're working with leagues and different rights holders to stream the actual live game on our platform. And in that scenario, you see a little bubble on top of the game action of uh, the sportscaster you choose, and you simply swipe through and, and you choose your own sportscaster, and you can filter down by language, location, gender, um, everything you need to personalize your experience. That's, that sounds fantastic. I, that's almost every sports fan's dream, I believe. <laughs> we, we do get the comment a lot that uh, a lot of people just simply mute the TV these days when they watch the game because uh, mm-hmm. the the commentators that the networks are giving you um, basically have to uh, address the lowest common denominator, right? They're they're very generic. They're very sanitized. And the way that you talk about a game or the way that your son may talk about a game is totally different than how another person may talk about the game and want to receive commentary. Um, And that's not even um, taking into account the utility function. If NBA is hugely popular internationally, which it is, but yet most of the only most of the NBA games are only broadcast in English. There's a real opportunity to to globalize sports um, with a platform like Sportscaster. Absolutely, and you know the, the the commentary can can make or break a game sometimes. Um, you know, different sports teams maybe have different commentators that have been with them for years that people come just to watch that commentator. So when there's bad commentary, it has the same effect, but in the opposite direction. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, and it drives fans nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a live video platform. So you're streaming the HD video, and you're either synchronizing with your TV or you're having it on your phone. And 
let's see, what other things are in here? So let's like the user experience. You, you dive into a little bit of you, just turn it on. Um, are there other features that people can utilize? There's a lot of features if you want to broadcast and, and become your own sportscaster. So we, we're really trying to make it so that everyone is empowered to uh, look like a professional sportscaster. We want everyone to share their reactions and, and their love for their team. So if you go live on Sportscaster, and you don't have to go live, by the way, for the entire game. You can just you can jump on at halftime. You can jump in in the fourth quarter. Um, but we bring in tools that used to only be available in a studio setting. So that includes a real-time scoreboard that shows up on top of your stream that uh, shows game stats in real time. We have augmented reality, so you can make it look like you're wearing a studio headset. And we're working on technology that will change the background. So even if you're in your bedroom, it'll look like you're in a studio or a locker room. So we definitely have a very powerful set of tools, um, not just on the fan viewing side, but also on the fan production side. So we really encourage everyone to give it a try. It's a really fun, uh, fun experience. I can just imagine how, how much fun that would be. Because you do have things to say. You're watching the game, and everyone's always yelling at the TV. You, mm -hmm. you want to interact. I mean, that's part of being a fan. Everyone's got their opinions, and everyone's <laughs> an expert. Absolutely. If you look at uh, one example I, I love to use is if you look at Twitter, when a game is on TV within the U.S., more than half of all of the tweets become related to that, to that game. People love talking about sports. And as fans, fans really rely on other fans to get that authentic commentary because they're not getting it from the networks. A lot of times when I see something like that on Twitter or, you know, I'm watching a game with people, I sometimes think, are we even caring about what's happening in the game or we all just really just want to be heard? And it's this, it's this banter between, between people that is really the whole experience of watching the game. You know, at the end, it does matter yeah. who wins or loses to some people, but to other people, it is... It is simply just for the love of the game and the love of, of you know, giving your friends some jabs about about different things, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's I think you've touched down upon why I love sports so much and working within sports. Um, my entire life I've been focused and, and obsessed, really, with building community and an online community mm -hmm. and the combination of community and technology and sport. There's really nothing else like it. And... If you look at the Olympics, for example, when you have North Korea and South Korea putting aside their differences for a brief moment and, and marching together, um, there's nothing that is as global. There's nothing that brings together people as much as sports. And it crosses all boundaries and, and speaks every language. Um, so it's, it's exciting to talk about and it's exciting to work with it. So if someone wants to uh, use this on their phone, what all do they need? Uh, clearly they don't need a studio, but do they need a specific kind of <laughs> phone or you know model of phone you can you can watch and you can enjoy sportscaster without even downloading the app um, it works right within the mobile web browser or on your laptop computer if you want to go live and and uh, share your own commentary we recommend that you download the app and the app is available on iphone and you can also go live on any laptop computer as well and you can also create your own channel lineup is that about what games are coming and how is that working? That's right. So essentially what you can do is you you can follow channels. That would be live games, but you can also follow your favorite commentators. Um, so the next time a live event gets pushed live to a channel that you're following or the next time your favorite commentators go live, uh, we we notify you and we make it very easy to find that content within the app.
And as far as when you're a broadcaster and you're sharing commentary, um, are you being able are you able to see, say, a live chat coming in, people responding to your commentary? Is that a part of your platform? That's right. That's right. So it's a complete social experience. Um, you know, unlike a TV, you can communicate with the broadcaster. So if if you disagree with something the commentator is saying, you can simply send him a chat, and it shows up him or her a chat, and it shows up right on the screen. And you can also chat with other viewers who are watching that same stream. So we really try to uh, to make viewing a, a social experience, even if you're alone in your living room. Very cool. That's just expanding that community. You were saying exactly. that you were saying that there could there could be um, you know different ex players who can come on and chat. Would those be advertised, saying like, oh, if, you know, this person is on this channel, go check it out, or do you have to search for that? It would definitely be advertised. So we have a few um, big league deals coming up. I can't speak about them yet, but imagine if you were watching. Uh, imagine if we had a basketball game on the platform. We would make sure that there were a few very interesting voices for you to choose from, whether it's former players or coaches, and we'll make sure to communicate that with our users. Well, that's fantastic. Um, you're all over the media. You know, we got the media mentions are going crazy. This is clearly a wonderful <laughs> idea. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit of background about yourself. You know, how did you come into this space and start working with Sportscaster? I, I touched down upon it, you know, earlier, but um, from an early age, um, let's say mid to late 90s, I've uh, been obsessed with building online communities. I had my first startup before it was called a startup back in the 90s, and um, it was an Atari community. It became large enough where I stopped going to high school and I just focused on building that. And um, although I never finished high school, I eventually went to college. And when I was in college, I co-founded what would become the largest Macintosh community. Um, so from there, at that point in my life, I knew I wanted to build online communities and I had a pretty good skill set and network to make it happen. And then I found sports. So in 2007, um, some partners and I started a platform called sportsblog.com. And it's an open blogging platform where any fan or athlete can essentially become a sports reporter. Um, and I was there for about seven years and grew it to become one of the largest sports blogging platforms on the Internet. And the issue was we kept seeing feedback coming from our, from our users saying, how can I talk about the game when it's live? You know, where can I find live content and coverage about a game? So it was very clear at the time that the internet was moving away text, moving away from text and text blogging and towards live video. And that's essentially how Sportscaster was created. That's such a unique journey to, to come to where you are now. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. And one thing I will add is I am uh, Canadian. Um, hence my accent, uh, but I've been living in New York and, and the States most of my adult life. Well, you're close to Canada up there. <laughs> yes. Um, so you might have touched on this before, but just to, to reiterate, what sports leagues do you cover? Do you try to cover everything? Um, are the Olympics in there? World Cup, things like that? So it's an open platform. Fans can talk about any uh, any sport or league. What we are noticing is that our users love to uh, use the platform for sports that may be underserved. So as an example, we did a great pilot program with US, USA Today Sports Media Group during the McGregor-Mayweather fight last summer. And they had their MMA junkie reporters on Sportscaster giving uh, updates on the fight, um, and they embedded that within the USA Today Sports 
um, network website. And what that allowed was for MMA fans to receive updates on the fight, even if they didn't want to pay the $99 to unlock the pay-per-view. So whether it's WNBA or MMA um, or some of these other emerging sports that may be underserved, um, if you compare them to the NBA and NFL, we definitely see an opportunity uh, for our fans to utilize Sportscaster uh, within those, those niche passion audiences. That's fantastic. So through your journey here, you know, with, with creating these communities, um, which you seem to have a knack for, what are some of the biggest things that you've, that you've learned by working in this space? I, I think that uh, the importance of people, the importance of your team. I think technology is wonderful. I think that I think there's a lot of great technology out there. And um, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters in life are the people you work with and the people you have in your life. So I don't think there's ever going to be a technology that ever uh, substitutes the importance of relationships and uh, and a quality team. So as we built the team for Sportscaster and as I've navigated my professional career, I've definitely navigated it and and have been uh, attracted to opportunities where I get to work with the absolute best people that I can. That is that is truly, you can hear that in your voice, that that, that is something that you truly care about. And you are putting together these communities where where that is the core value. And Absolutely. a lot of times I think people, I think passion, exactly. And I think with technologies, a lot of people believe that they separate us. You know, they're going to take away our human interaction. They're going to change the way we, we interact with people. But in reality, they can be used to really bring together people and create a whole different way of interaction where people might not have been able to do that before. Exactly. And I think sports class, Sportscast is a good example of that. But it, it's about building communities around topics that people are passionate about, because that's when you get the opportunity to really build meaningful connections between people. And sports is one of those things that people are overwhelmingly passionate about. It, it might it might be the you know the biggest one. I mean, I, I used to think it was tied with food and music; those would be the top three passion topics. But um, I'm convinced now sports uh, trumps both of those. Um, if you ask some people, they would say it, it's cats. If you look at the Reddit community, but um, <laughs> definitely sports, sports, music, food, and cats might be the top four categories. <laughs> The sports, food, music, and cats. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. Um, so what are some of your favorite games to watch on Sportscaster? So I'm a huge uh, WNBA fan. We have a lot of uh, friends within the office that either play for the league or um, coach it. Um, and my, my fiance used to play uh, college ball as well. So definitely a WNBA fan. Um, but again, I love I love identifying those sports that, Aren't, aren't popular yet, and we have a few of them uh, in the pipeline, such as in the, in the emerging uh, Thai boxing league called Lethway, um, that really hasn't been discovered too much out, outside of Thailand um, that we'll be introducing to uh, the North American audience. So I love those, those niche sports that, are, that have a very passionate following, but it may not be a huge following. I feel like those fans are always the, the most passionate, or those little niche they are. Sports. Yep. <laughs> they're just so into yep. it. Yeah. And um, they're the most valuable asset that those leagues have. You know, they, they, they dedicate their life essentially to building awareness and, and building um, the growth of those leagues. Absolutely. So just focusing on sports, I guess, because that's, you seem to be an expert on that. Um, yeah, I feel like sports are very slow to change. They're one of the slower changing industries we see. 
Uh, what are some of the, the the hurdles that you think sports are still striving to get over? That's a good question. I mean, if you look at uh, if you look at uh, OTT platforms, so by those I mean online subscription services like Netflix or Hulu. Um, really, the next phase, the next evolution of those platforms will be uh, them offering live sports content because live sports whether it's the Olympics or the World Cup, that's the most valuable content there is because that's the only content where you really feel a need to watch it live. You have to experience and you have to watch sports live. So there's been a huge, um, let's say, disconnect between the adoption of OTT platforms and how quickly they are able to distribute sports content. So obviously Amazon is making a push to carry uh, live sports and you see you see that happening among Hulu and Netflix as well. But I think I think that uh, it's going to take time for these existing broadcast deals and for the stronghold that network television has to eventually give way to this new way that fans actually want to watch the game. We want to watch uh, the game on Amazon, and we don't want to subscribe to cable anymore. We don't want to pay a hundred dollars a month for ESPN. So I, I think there's been a there's a big disconnect in how fans have to watch the game and how fans want to watch the game, and obviously that's one of the things we're trying to address at Sportscaster. Absolutely. Uh, let's talk a little bit about fan chain. Mm-hmm. Fan chain is is uh, something I'm very passionate about. If you if you look at Sportscaster, imagine if you had a mechanism that you could sh- uh, send virtual tips to broadcasters that you liked. So if somebody was doing a really good job providing commentary around the Olympics or a fight, imagine if you could send him a virtual beer and that broadcaster would receive fan chain tokens. So that's that's one of the uses of fan chain. But what fan chain is, is a cryptocurrency built specifically for the sports marketplace. Sportscaster is the first app to use fan chain. But the way we've developed it is so that any website, any team, any league, or any app can both accept FanChain and also distribute it to its fans as well. And it goes back to this point I mentioned before, that fans create so much value both for other fans and also for teams and rights holders, yet they're not benefiting from that in any meaningful way. And that's what we're trying to change with FanChain. And... and it's it's all built on uh, blockchain. It is. So we How does very, it all work? Yeah. A, yeah, it's it's a very unique um, uh, implementation of uh, it's called an ERC twenty slash ERC seven twenty one Ethereum token. So it's it's built on the Ethereum token, but we're doing something very unique within it. And um, not to get too technical on this call, but essentially what FanChain allows is for team metadata to be embedded within an individual token. So instead of just receiving a fan chain token, you'll be receiving a fan chain token that identifies it with your favorite team or your favorite league. And then, of course, you'll be able to use those tokens to maybe pay for your next game or buy a T-shirt for that for that team or that game or league, I should say. So it's really this very interesting feedback loop, and it's only possible because of blockchain technology. And you also you have so many different things you can you can do with the with the fan chain. You have You've got fan chain prizes, there's rewards, um, like you said, merchandise, and maybe even a wallet at some point. No, absolutely. All of those are coming, and it, 
it, it can be summarized with the sentence that what do fans do best? They, they talk about their favorite teams. That's what they love doing. So on Sportscaster, you can talk about your favorite team, and then you'll receive fan chain tokens, and you'll be able to use those fan chain tokens to um, buy the ticket to the next game that your team plays. So it's going to be a really fun, uh, fun experience for fans. That's fantastic. Where is the best way for people to to start using your your product? I would suggest going to iTunes, downloading our beta. Uh, if you have an iPhone, otherwise you can you can visit us on sportscaster.com. If you want to learn more about FanChain, go to fanchain.com. We're doing a special private sale right now with a, a exchange called Cryptos. Um, it's a really great opportunity to acquire some fan chain early if you're interested in that. Um, so those would be the three main places. Uh, search for Sportscaster on iTunes, visit sportscaster.com, or visit fanchain.com. Fantastic. Kevin, thank you so much for joining us here on Feature Tech Podcast and, and giving us a really interesting view into the the very passionate and exciting world that is Sportscaster. I love talking about sports. It is my pleasure. <laughs> That is Kevin April. He is the CEO at Sportscaster. You can go to sportscaster.com. That's S-P-O-R-T-S-C-A-S-T-R.com to find out more about them. Thank you all so much for tuning in. This has been Juliet Lamar with Future Tech Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by FanChain, introducing the first cryptocurrency for the global sports market. Learn more at fanchain.com. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.